0: welcome to the thought lounge podcast we're excited to present to you this week's episode an interview with colin walker and dylan beer two of the key players in the foundation and development of thought lounge colin is the former cto of thought lounge and hosted the first 26 thought lounge podcasts and dylan is the former coo of thought lounge in this episode, I ask them to share their brutally honest experiences with their startup and what they learned from it. Enjoy. Shit doesn't work unless you care
1: about it. If you right. don't care, then it just fall then no one else cares. Yeah. And I think that's a huge reason why a lot of people are attracted to Thought Lounge because our leaders are so passionate about it and they can explain their they can express their passion and then other people are like oh yeah damn that that's really cool that's amazing how that's affecting you and your life and i'll jump on board too and i think that's a really big reason of our growth
2: yeah that's why i got involved with this like at first it's like eh, it's just something axel's working on it's pretty cool i guess uh but i got involved because axel and colin and uh a crew of berkeley people came on to the UCLA campus and they were so enthusiastic and passionate and fun and I was just like okay this is something that the campus needs and it has to keep going and I I guess I'll be the guy that does that and then after that initial maybe hesitance but jumping in because the the opportunity was there um, the passion grew and then I think I
0: was able to pass it on and we were, we were all able to keep doing that. Was there anything in your lives that was particularly good or bad before you came into Thought Lounge? Well, I had, apparently, I, I uh, Dylan and I worked
1: this out. Not really, but I had broken up with my partner at the time a few months earlier, so I was in depression mode. And uh, so that was, that was particularly bad. And then particularly good things, um, there, there weren't a lot, because I'm a negative person.
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, yeah. But I was alive. I was alive and healthy. And a white male, so. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I actually graduated um,
2: from college in March. So I had, and joined up with uh, Thought Lounge in August of the same year. So I had about, a, I had a quarter left living in at UCLA where I didn't have anything to do except for um, work on my club affiliations and um, just hang out and work on stuff and try to figure out what I wanted to do and at that time uh, my partner was studying abroad so that was a couple months of sort of hard living although it doesn't really sound like it in retrospect but I just didn't have anything to do.
0: What was your scariest moment with Thought Lounge?
1: When we started out, I forgot exactly when this was, but basically we were planning on buying the company car and it turned out that it was was my duty to go out and get it. And the only money we had was basically Axel's entire life savings. And Axel trusted me enough to give me all of his life savings in cash. <laughs> and I was I was walking around with it for like it seemed like a few days at least, maybe like a week or two. Basically having this <laughs> this envelope of Axel's life savings in my backpack. And it was horrifying. Like I I held on to that thing with for for dear life (laughs) and just knowing that if I lost it basically uh, we'd basically be fucked Um, and so that was really scary but it turned out okay and now we have an awesome car Um, another scary thing for me as the quote unquote CTO slash builder of Thought Lounge was our first fundraiser and it was basically me designing it and making sure everything ran smoothly uh, and that was really scary because this fundraiser was to fund, like, the rest of the year, basically, of Thought Lounge. And so if it failed, then the whole team failed. Uh, and I felt a lot of pressure, and that was really scary. Where did you go when you needed to get away from it
0: all?
2: I made sure definitely to take weekends off. That was, that was a big thing for me. Um, so that I could go uh, see my family or Coral or read read a book or watch some movies or whatever do do whatever i had to do to relax those those are kind of the things that i would i guess find sanctuary in um just you know reading peacefully learning (laughs) um as far as physical places uh don't really have uh too many like I don't know, beautiful landscapes or anything, but if I need a break, I will go, go over to my house and sit down with my dad and have a long talk. <laughs> That's,
0: I would say, my most regular kind of sanctuary place. Through these hectic startup phases, did you always manage to take care of yourself? Um, so, no. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: um, I did not, and this was especially true in the early stages of Thought Lounge development. um, I in particular, and I know Axel too, uh, there were like multiple sleepless nights in a row of just doing projects, just doing Thought Lounge, trying to make it work, just not sleeping at all. Thought Lounge was definitely the number one priority for me. Uh, more so than my health, um, and it showed. I think <laughs> very, uh, very anxious, very um, snappy, I guess. Um, and I think that continues. I think that's just the way I am. I prioritize wrongly, and that my my health and my Happiness doesn't always come first. Um, and that's bad. This is a
0: great question. (laughs) I need to change. (laughs) Where do you see Thought Lounge going?
2: Well, I could say where I hope that it's going. Um, and that's, I would like to see Thought Lounge become more of a, uh, I guess, decentralized movement or organization, um, because that's really what it is. Like we spent the last year working kind of as Thought Lounge headquarters, uh, developing resources and, um, planning all sorts of initiatives that either didn't come to fruition because of capacity or, uh, because they just weren't really in line with what we were actually trying to accomplish. Um, but to some extent, I think we've created enough so that uh, we can pass it off to the pe- the college students themselves and um, the organization can run based on their leadership and as a collaborative movement rather than as a top-down or um, centralized organization. That would be really cool, I think. That would be... Um, I mean, that's the spirit of what we've been trying to do is take, take their word into account and build stuff that they want, that college students want. Um, but if they are doing it themselves, then they they know what they want. <laughs> They're the ones that can that can make it happen. And I think that would be really cool. I would also like to see uh, Thought Lounge attain sustainable funding for that model or whatever model it ends up um, uh, moving towards so that it can just survive forever. Because I think that would be really cool if it just stuck around on college campuses till the end of time, till the robots consume us.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Thought Lounge podcast. Dylan and Colin both reside in San Diego, California, actually in the same house. Dylan is pursuing a career in film and currently teaching mathematics at High Tech High. Colin has built most of the furniture in that house, from the fire pit to the dinner table, and is starting his own custom woodworking and creations company. To check out his work, visit crwcreations.com. Although Colin and Dylan are moving on from work with Thought Lounge to pursue their own dreams, their style, philosophies, and contributions will always remain deep at the heart of our cause. For weekly updates on this podcast, search Thought Lounge on iTunes, then click subscribe. Until next time, good thinking always.